Hey you, yes you, why are you playing with your life? Think you can't afford to keep you and your family safe? Contact me, Sky Maduro, the confident and knowledgeable health insurance agent to discuss your options. You deserve the best. So let me get you and your family covered with affordable health insurance. Call me at 954-465-9176. That's 954-465-9176 so you can stop playing with your health. to love. I'm Layla Blackwell, blissful woman and relationship revolutionary, your love and intimacy strategist, taking you on the adventure that is love here in the Own Your Power studio in beautiful South Florida. Ow! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Our radio show and programs are designed to enhance and deepen the power of love and relationships by feeding the feminine essence and maximizing the masculine spirit, ultimately creating stronger bonds and even more solid families. I'm here tonight with my Latin lover, Nelson, who's been my loving hubby for over 20 years. Thank you, my love. It's always a pleasure to be here. You know, always, you know, I'm thrilled to be here and I enjoy doing this talk show with you and we have some brilliant minds with us here in the studio today and I can't wait to uh, talk with them. Now... If you ever feel frustrated by intimate relationships, don't understand men, don't understand women, feel misunderstood or unappreciated in your love life, are drained, exhausted, or confused by your experience of love, want a powerful, soulful, lasting union with the one you're with or the one you have yet to find, then you are in the right place right now. Mm-hmm. That's right. So open your heart, open your mind as we dive into the world of chemistry. That's right. No, not your high school chemistry class with periodic table, but the chemistry that happens with masculine and feminine energies that play together. We are going to take you on a very unique journey toward the mastery of love and intimacy, which is the ultimate treasure at the end of the pleasure map. You're going to want to stick with us so we can take you there. And you can find out more about our programs and coaching at LaylaBlackwell.com. I'm so excited. You know, I can't wait to get our topic off the ground you know, we've done some incredible things here in our love nest, my love. And, and, and I just want us to just talk about some of our recent uh, shows. Yes, recently we had explored What is Love with Chris Checky. Amazing. Wasn't was that awesome? Oh, that great. And he's a licensed and practicing therapist here in South Florida. He helped us clearly distinguish between a loving relationship based on freedom and a codependent relationship based on neediness. He was just on point. And, you know, before that, uh, you had a girly day, uh, minus the hubby, uh, with a couple of your co-authors from the book, She Loved Herself. And the project manager, Suki uh, Electerio, was the guest co-host in my absence, and she rocked. She is a yoga teacher with I Love Yoga Studio and had a very enlightened chat about the power of self-love with Claudia Serbeski. The founder of Perplexing Studio. Purple Wing Studio. Purple Wing Studio, you know, I yeah, I got it. And the host of monthly circles called Red Tent Gatherings. Yes. If you want to catch those shows and others, please check out the podcast on ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Today we're going to explore love alchemy. That's right, that chemistry, playing with masculine and feminine energy. Yeah, baby. Tonight we're going to explore what's called <laughs> in the coaching industry polarity, but what most of us know as chemistry. And in the spiritual community, we often ter- refer to it as divine masculine and divine feminine essence. We are essentially going to explore the dynamics between people that create, create that dynamic spark between us. This is such an exciting topic for me as it sits at the core of my work with couples and singles interested in being coupled. I could easily be absorbed in this discussion 
kitchen all night and all day mm-hmm. and never get tired of it. I even went to lunch with someone the other day that I'm working on another book project with. He uses existing popular assessments to quantify and evaluate people's masculine and feminine energy and puts the data into a spreadsheet. That's right. He's having incredible success with it, and I was overcome with joy that he offered to share it with me. I don't think I've ever been so excited to play with a spreadsheet before. <laughs> but that'll be on my time. Tonight, our guest has a much more esoteric take on masculine and feminine dynamics. I've been to a few of his events, and I'm so impressed at his ability to make this concept so usable, understandable, and relatable. But I might need you to help me out, babe. I don't know if I can contain myself with our time constraints. And I don't want to risk the wrath of Simone. Well, don't worry, my (laughs) love. I got you back, way back with the time, and don't think I can help you with uh, Simone, though. Oh, thanks a lot. So tonight, we are going to get a bird's-eye view of love alchemy, playing with masculine and feminine energies today in our love nest our guest tonight will chat with us about what is masculine energy what is feminine energy how does becoming aware of and playing with these energies affect our intimate relationships how does consciously embodying these energies affect our personal growth and connections at large and how can we overcome societal conditioning to feel whole and complete that's right before we meet our guests and get started with our discussion it is time again to take a quick break we'll come back to the pleasure map and Along with that, Kevin Walton and uh, Devorah uh, Rigger will be joining us in the Love Nest. But now, let's listen to some tunes here on Own Your Power Radio. Ow! Ow! Yeah! You know, my girls always tell me I got no game, you know. When it comes down to stepping to a brother, I get to choking and shit. I think they're just mad because I don't let my inner chicken head roll. But you know, that's another story. I really don't know what I'd say if I had to step, but maybe, just maybe, if I put some thought to it. This is what I might say. I only have pictures of your smile and past images that bring sunshine to my night dream. Wake up. And moonlight. Two bright pictures in my mind's Rolodex of happy thoughts. My candy, that's what you are. And I'd like to know you well enough to make you mine as well. Looking like king. Just hoping one day you'll pass my way. 
draw and every last drop of alcohol gracing your thick lips. The next movement competing with my heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. As I imagine grind hips on the dance floor. Can you turn my mind on? And I ain't even said hello yet. My heated thoughts are smoking up the room now and condensation is draining out the doors. I was blind, but my eyes are wide open now. Brother, you looking better than him, Pam. Or Optimos, I could smoke 10 pounds of weed and still not get as hard as I am right now looking at you. See, the stars preset my destination and the big different point is straight to you. And having no choice but to do what I do. I've been made to love you. See, the stars preset your destination and midway through toys pointed straight to cancer. Moving to the beat, you had no choice but to do what you do. Cause you were made to love me. But slow down, partner. No need to rush and drown you in deep love thoughts instead. Let's just dance. Welcome back to The Pleasure Map. I'm Layla Blackwell in the love nest with my hubby Nelson and our enchanting guests tonight. That's right. Tonight's topic is love alchemy. Tonight in the love nest with Layla and Nelson. We have Kevin Walton, actor, founder of the Light Beings community and CEO of Twilight Entertainment Group. We also have with us Devorah Ariella Riga, who's a doula using compassionate processes to help with life transitions, including birth and death. That is super interesting. Yeah. Welcome to both of you. We're so happy that you're here with us today. I'm excited. And, you know, we'll give you a little time at the end of the show to tell us more about your work and how listeners can really connect with you. You know, but right now I'm really excited to get going with our conversation on love alchemy. I think most of our listeners are going to be able to really understand the polarization of this conversation and playing with masculine and feminine energy. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's just dive right in. Now, for you, Kevin, how did you become interested in exploring this topic? You know, in in my practice in general, um, and uh, I, I had a deep desire to know more about how we interact with each other, how we show up for each other in, in the human experience. When I t- took about a year and a half off of the dating game of just being celibate, I wanted to understand uh, what drives us in the nature of men and women and, and sexuality and the connections that we share. And so in that process, when I removed the idea of sex out of the picture and it just became about connections and explorations, I learned so much about the dynamics and the, and the, the raw essence of this energetic functioning. Mm. Because pr- prior to that, I already had a, a, a clear knowledge of its um, behavior patterns and the way it shows up in our lives. But to really dive into it more uh, experientially in that way for that year and a half, I really started understanding the nature of this energetic function, the nature of sexuality, what it truly is, which only enhanced then this practice that I teach and, and my own ability to live more harmoniously in that space. That's very interesting. I feel like that I can relate to that, not because I've been celibate, but because having been married, the sex is on the table for any and everyone else that I come in contact with. So it was easy for me to also see the dynamics of masculine and feminine energy without Mm -hmm. being involved in it with other people. So that whatever uh, connections I was making, I could really see how that energy plays well without the complication of sex. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, as I mentioned at the start of the show, this topic is a huge passion of mine. I've developed my own assessments and guidebooklets, meditation audios, group programs for blissful women and passionate men, in addition to writing a chapter for a collaborative project called Essential Wisdom and starting men's and women's circles with some of our mutual associates, mm-hmm. uh, including Claudia Zuberski, who was recently a guest on The Pleasure Map. Every time I explore this subject, I feel expanded. And I, I feel like I experience such meaningful shifts in myself every time I look at it again and Absolutely. again and over again. Now, has it been a source of continued growth for you? How have you evolved since starting this work? Give us an idea of what you were before and then your after snapshots from the inside out. 
Man, well, before, most of my life was always spent being on one side or the other, right? Like I, I grew up, initially had this um, super feminine aspect of like, when it came to women, I just, I, I was so uh, amazed. And I was like, oh, you're beautiful. You're actually this and that and all these different stories. And then in that, I had that story created of being kind of distant that way. Like, oh, you're too nice. Oh, you're too sweet. Oh, different things. And then I kept stumbling on that path. And I was like, what, what is it? And I would see other guys who would, we had a whole different approach, right? That whole pimp play style man thing, like whatever. So now I was like, well, if that works, then I'm just gonna go with this because clearly what I'm doing right now isn't working, right? As I'm learning about myself. So, so then my life became that. And my it was an interesting thing about it uh, that led me to now, when I can reflect back on it, I have this really genuine, deep appreciation, love, and gratitude for for women and the feminine aspect of life. Uh, but in my fear of being harmed when I was thinking that the story was happening outside of myself. Uh, I would have that battle in me where I loved um, connecting with women. I, I wasn't really a fan of like one night stands and stuff. So if I did anything casual, it would be more of a, a repeat connection. And I would like to establish a knowing with them. But then if, if ever it got like you're getting too close into a space, it was like, oh, we're not going there. No yeah. walls come up. And then the, the masculine's like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Let's go. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. So... Um, it became this, this interesting dynamic in me, this little battle and conflict. So as I'm flowing in that capacity, I started to notice certain patterns of, of habit, certain patterns of behavior and thoughts that started playing themselves out where I'd be thriving my life and stalling because there's certain things I wasn't facing. So when I got to the place that I'm at now and the experiences I had that brought me here, the clarity of understanding the structure of existence and the way everything shows up in the mirror effect as a reflection uh, gave me a supreme understanding of the nature of this masculine and feminine energy that lives within us all as one sacred union, not actually dualistic in any way, but just two different aspects of one centralized energy that lives within all. And then um, going to play that out in everyday life where I got to explore it to a greater capacity. So every day you're always getting an opportunity to go deeper, to explore mm -hmm. farther. And every experience always takes us to a greater space of awareness. So I'm always uh, learning something new and, and pushing the envelope of just how limitless we can truly be in this exploration. You know, and so for me, one notable thing as I continue to grow in this path is where at one point I thought vulnerability was a weakness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and in the story of masculine energy where we had to be tough, did not feel, um, our truest strength was in vulnerability in allowing ourselves to feel. And then when I found my space, myself in that space with no fear, I started to understand a whole new dynamic of intimacy that it was so far beyond the idea of just like sexual intimacy, but a true intimate connection with anybody. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was so far beyond, you know, relationships. It's just building those bonds. Um, so in that, I keep pushing that forward. Like just how close can connections and bonds be in, in a pure state? Mm -hmm. And I noticed that the more my emotions develop or my connections grow and I feel more love or connectedness to anyone, it expands in every direction. Everyone in my life, in every avenue that they're at, our connection grows deeper. And so that becomes a huge learning um, catalyst on this path as I keep going forward in, in exploration of this energy and this union. I love that. That's beautiful. What a great description. Now, in talking about masculine and feminine energy, you touched on you felt like you were in a more feminine space at one time and mm -hmm. you were being labeled with women and maybe they weren't quite as into you, so you dive deep into that masculine, yes, maybe a little yeah. too far. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that means that you don't have to be a man or a woman to have masculine or feminine energy, have exactly. both. And so what, what's that like? It's a, it's a beautiful harmonization when you recognize both aspects in you mm -hmm. and their purpose, right? Because the way we've been playing the game out in the idea of separation is, is that... What it, the symbolic representation of what it meant to be a woman or what it meant to be a man and the way that these energies play themselves out. Uh, we had a game that we were playing in the human experience of ex exploring from this idea of, of separation. So it was like, you're, we're going to play these roles and they're just where they are, right? Like back, you know, back further in the day, it was the man is the hunter, the woman is the gatherer, right? Or going forward, the man's the one going to work, being home, the woman was the one that stayed at home and housewife. And that was... We, we stuck into these certain symbolic roles of just that aspect, not realizing what was living within us, that the union that we thought once was separate has never been separate, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we started to understand the nature of how it lives in both of us. And for my practice, it was showing people the nature of 
this this mirror effect, right? That that the entire physical universe is that you are the creator of your reality one hundred percent of the time, and everything in your experience is just a mirror of what's going on in you. So when you dive into then the feminine and masculine, which has nothing to do with gender, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just uh, two energetic aspects of the driving force of creation that um, I call it's where it's masculine and feminine, it is expression and creativity, mm-hmm. right? So the feminine aspect is the creative, the intuitive force, the cultivation of this dynamic. The masculine is the driving force that chooses to do something with it. And that becomes the dynamic of our existence, so when you start to explore from that capacity, you start to understand the nature of how they go together because they're intrinsically intertwined. Yeah. Like the, the feminine is that creative force, but it had to choose to create in the first place, which is a masculine aspect. And then when it's creating this, the masculine pushes it forward to then become something. And so they don't exist without each other. Mm. That's right? right. So then exploring it from the physical aspect where we – we create this game that I call unconditional love, exploring every possible way it returns to itself, is the game we decide to play as quote-unquote separation. So then we took this concept and we created the idea of man and the idea of woman, mm-hmm. right? And they were symbolic representations of the energy. So the woman being that intuitive, uh, creative sense inherently, they were naturally attuned to their emotions. The male being the driving force is naturally designed to like, explore, adventure, seek. So in the process of that was learning that both aspects were in us and to learn how to harmonize them. And my path led me to, to understanding the nature of their function and how they weren't separate, that I started to harmonize them within. Mm. And immediately I saw the game of how women would show up in my life in reflection of that part of me I was learning to love that for so long I thought was a weakness. Yes. Because you know, in the nature of the way we play the game, we would think certain aspects were weaknesses, not realizing the strength that they are. Yeah, you know what I mean? totally. I get it. And I think the visual, a lot of people, even though we're on radio, a lot of people can picture in their mind that yin-yang symbol. Exactly. You know, and yeah, where mm-hmm. the one side, each side has a little bit of the other side in it. Exactly. And I always exactly. try to explain to people the way that that works is if someone largely in their feminine didn't have at least a small amount of masculine and someone largely in their masculine didn't have at least a small amount of feminine in them, we wouldn't recognize each other. Exactly. It's that mirror part. It's Mm -hmm. that part of us that's mirroring back to the other that feels the most relevant that draws us to them. Mm -hmm. And then the play of energies happens when the polar opposites play together. So it's the sameness that -hmm. draws us in, right? That makes us think, oh, I recognize something in that other person that's familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And then when we come together, what creates the spark are the differences, mm. right? So what are your expen- experiences with this, Devora? There's been, it's a gamut of, since I am, I was in high school and college and to where I am now, um, I took a lot of, I was a big feminist ah, in college, yes. taking, you know, women's studies classes and, and really exploring the feminine and um, what was lacking. Um, so then as I was going growing in this way I really started to understand it from a different perspective I was really had the feminist female um, dominancy um, because I felt that at that time that there was an injustice done right until I realized that injustice was done to me by me yeah so when I explored inside myself the lack of love that I had for my own feminine. Mm-hmm. and That self-love mm-hmm. always starts there. We keep talking about that. Mm-hmm. And the judgment I had on men mm-hmm. and their vulnerability. In fact, we were constantly saying why men can't be more vulnerable. But then when they would show up with vulnerability, what do we do with it, women? What do we do when a man shows up mm-hmm. vulnerable? Um, there's, there's this amazing saying, and men go around all the time saying to each other, why don't you grow some balls? Right. <laughs> and, and you're being such a pussy. Let's call it for what it is, and um, I encourage women, honor your vulnerability in your men. When they show you, we, you know, we, we say we don't want them to be these knight in shining armors. But we've been conditioned a long time for them to play these roles. 
Yeah. And when they do not show up like that, how do you treat them? When they have their honesty and bravery to come up and say, you know, I'm vulnerable right now. Yeah, completely. And I love that you also brought up the feminist movement. And, you know, I think that the feminist movement has been so powerful for men and women to come together in a more meaningful way in the world. And I do believe it's time, and I've said this before, in our history for us to move into the next level, yes. which I like to call the feminist movement. Yes. <laughs> Let's just add a little bit more femme into the movement so that we're not only honoring women as equal to men, but feminine energy as equally important and valuable in our world as masculine energy is. Because I think our society has such a, um, a reverence for productivity and, mm -hmm. you know, this, this do, 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 be productive and make things happen in men and women, that it's very hard for either of us, any of us, to dip into that vulnerable side. So I want to talk more about that when we come back after our break. Absolutely. And it's that time again and to take a quick break and we'll come back to our discussion exploring love alchemy. You know, this discussion is already getting off the ground and I, I love the direction it's going playing with masculine and feminine energy here on the Pleasure Map at the Own Your Power Up studio after some sexy tune. Ow! Ow! Yeah! <laughs>
and Nelson's Love Nest. Thanks go to Simone Kelly for being here with us to produce our show today. In addition to running the Own Your Power Network, Simone is a business coach and spiritual healer. And she's the author of Like a Fly on the Wall, her newly released very sexy novel involving adventure and intuition. Make sure you follow her and tune into her radio show with Herman Dubois, the Own Your Power Lifestyles show. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh! Welcome back to The Pleasure Map. I'm Nelson. I'm here with my lovely wife, Layla, in the love nest, and we've been talking with Kevin Walton. And Devorah Riga. In the topic of masculine and feminine, feminine energy, as we're calling it today, love, alchemy, the chemistry of love. Yeah, baby. Now, um, what are some of the ways that masculine and feminine energy differ like, can you pinpoint specifically, I know you mentioned some of them earlier, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. certain characteristics that we can not necessarily label, but someone kind of knows when they're dipping into their masculine or dipping into their feminine energy in relation to others. Absolutely. Uh, the This whole game itself is kind of a game of command and surrender, right? Um, the masculine essence is that commanding presence, the driving force, and, and feminine is the surrender. But there's a difference between surrender and submission, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. people get that confused a lot, and they think that that's what that means, to be submissive, and it's not. Um, the game that I find with masculine and feminine energy and the qualities is any, anything that is a movement is masculine. Anything that breaks things down in a, in a functional um, capacity whether it's logistically or systematically or something that, that drives home is all the masculine. The feminine is that creative, inspirational aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the, the, the essence that surrenders to process knowing that it is safe enough to be itself. When you're living in your open, honest expression, that's that feminine aspect. And the masculine is, is the thing that goes, so what do we do with this? Ah. You know what I mean? And, it, and so that becomes that game that I both... Know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, that, um, it's that beautiful dynamic of how each one challenges mm-hmm. each other to move forward in its, in its expression. Mm-hmm. It's you very I mean? interesting in the Kabbalah um, how we look at it in the Tree of Life. So we have on our right-hand side, we have chesed, kindness, our masculine. A lot of times we'd like to think it's our feminine. That's the kindness. So we have masculine. On the other side, we have something called kavora, and that is our feminine. Now, if you would look at um, a kitchen sink, and if water was just going to flow all over, that's the the masculine. What the feminine does for the masculine is provides a container. Mm. It is the tube in which the water flows through. So it is um, really interesting if you think of a sperm, um, and you think of what is a sperm? What does it have? It has all the creative potential in it. We think of a lot of times women are the creative potential. What is in a sperm? You've got all the DNA. You've got everything within there. And then it meets up with the egg. Mm-hmm. And um, they come together. But what does the woman do? Where does the baby grow? That idea grows into fruition within the womb. The baby grows arms and legs you might the man might be the architect, like in a um, the blueprints, mm-hmm. but that woman's going to build the house. Right, she the is creative. the creative. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the one who puts up the walls, and um, she is the one where her own essence is building a new creation, a new flesh, a new being, a new world. Yes, um, but one cannot make another world without that other see that the sperm, the spark, the the creative Absolutely. intuition, mm-hmm. that it's, driving it's force. It's funny how you describe the, you know, the the hands. In martial arts, there's in in kung fu, the feminine encompasses the masculine fist. Mm-hmm. The fist is the masculine destructive, and mm-hmm. the feminine is the energy that flows and contains exactly. before he's become explosive. So when you were describing that, I can see how the yin and yang, and how everything really is connected between the feminine and the masculine energy, that which is vulnerable and that which is precise in its, you know, in its attention. So absolutely, um, yeah. I love that you, you're able to make that connection as well. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about in practical ways in life, in relationships with each other, trying to um, put 
together and create intimate relationships with each other mm. that are passionate yes. and alive, right? Mm -hmm. So how do those energies play together? And it, it, you know, obviously we can talk about men and women, but it's really a conversation about masculine and feminine. I think right. even in homosexual relationships, that dynamic plays out very exactly. clearly because they don't have the crutch of gender to lean on. Mm -hmm. So it's all very clear that polarity, passion, that spark is really alive when you honor the differences in the masculine and feminine polarities. Absolutely. And so in your experiences, in relationship, how do you cultivate that passion? I love, I love that you share that, um, first and foremost, because we always talk about that in our community, the idea of whether it's male, 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 female, 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 mm -hmm. it all applies because the energy is beyond gender. Yeah. And um, in its essence... It's never a, the balance is never like a 50-50 balance, right? I, I call it a, an, an optimal functioning ratio. So based on the story you're telling in your life and this version of you, you will play this, the, the ratio out necessary to what you want to experience. And then you will redraw in the reflection or partner that has the ratio that can um, reflect the other aspect of that so that it pieces together. Yes. Because they're not they're separate. So, uh, you know, the idea of relationship itself is that every relationship is a reflection of the relationship you're having with you. Right? They all reflect a different aspect. And the, the purpose of any relationship is to show each person in a relationship how to grow and become more of themselves. Mm -hmm. That's how every relationship gets played out. So then the energy itself derives in that same capacity. So when you're telling a story of feeling off in, in some respect of your relationship, whether you feel like you're not moving forward or missing something, and then you're playing that out within yourself, you will then create a reflection of that in your reality that brings a partner telling a story that can offer that part of you to start going in and heal. Mm. Right? And so whether it's male or female, it's only the reflecting the aspect of whatever their energy represents in your energy. Right? So it's always getting, getting them to look at the mirror. For, for me in the practice, it's always the question you always ask is, how is it showing up for you? Right, what's mm -hmm. this reflection offering you about your own harmony with yourself? Yes. Um, and the other thing in, in a relationship, and I think one of the most important factors when it comes to uh, sexuality in a relationship, uh, the thing that drives sexual uh, pursuit, and this is why I learned uh, in, when I was being celibate for that, that process, to understand sexual energy, the only thing that drives us in sex is to know ourselves completely. Mm -hmm. That is the dynamic. It's that, that the whole nature of giving and receiving is to bring together that culmination. And the orgasm itself is like a glimpse into your divine nature, the glimpse into your oneness. So sexual energy is literally just the creative force of life, chi, prana, right. sexual energy. It is just energy. Right? Mm -hmm. But then we, in our distorted mind, when we were playing out the story of separation, we thought it had to do with what we call the sexual act. Right? And then it became this distorted concept that we were just after the idea of physical pleasure because we were seeking for things outside of ourselves <laughs> to feel a hole that we had. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we played out relationships. Why we would drive ourselves crazy. We're constantly reaching outside of ourselves. And so this practice that we would teach is understanding what you feel like you're missing is what you have not learned to love in yourself yet. And the ultimate goal that drives anyone is to know themselves completely. And every other goal you have in life, career relationships, is a side effect of wanting to know you. So when you're playing that game out, this game out in that way, and you feel like you're missing something but haven't learned how to go in, you're constantly reaching for something. And the thing you're reaching for is exactly what's necessary to show you what you're missing. So when it comes to relationships, uh, the dynamic of that energy is simply showing you where you haven't learned to love yourself yet. Mm -hmm. right? And then that becomes the game that we, we play. And when we're taking ownership of it, when we're truly on our power, it's always, if, if I'm feeling some kind of way, you're reflecting it to me. So that if you're reflecting to me, I must go into this part of myself and heal it. And I thank you for the reflection where the old paradigm of thought was, you're making me feel this way and you're doing this to me and blah, 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 blah. And it became this power struggle. You know what I mean? Yes. So in other words, if I am a feminine woman mm -hmm. and a man's masculinity feels offensive to me, then mm -hmm. I'm not honoring the masculine, masculine side of side myself. Of mm -hmm. Exactly. And so I have to look at that and say, okay, was, what is it about this part of myself that I'm not aware of, that I'm not honoring, that I'm judging? Exactly. And heal that in myself, and then that will just naturally become then the a, reflection a will better follow. flow. Exactly. Yes. The energy will then exactly. flow better when there's a level of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Totally get it. Absolutely. Well, we and are I, kind of... Go I ahead, was going to say, mm -hmm. is the challenge is when the energies are so similar that mm -hmm. they don't flow. There's, there's no balance. 
And you were talking about how with the man, you know, his energy being in that masculine energy. And if the woman is in her masculine energy, mm-hmm. now there's a bump. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because yeah. neither one of them accepts that there's other no part fit. of themselves. No exactly. Yeah. And the same exactly. way when you described that in earlier in your relationships before you transformed, um, there was parts of you that you weren't, you know, in tune to we your vulnerability. Friend zone. You know, you yeah. <laughs> aside from moving there. That vulnerability, that, that feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And for some women they wanted that masculine energy exactly. to show up more. Exactly. And, and and so it's like, okay, I don't want a friend. I don't want that feminine. I got a lot of female friends. Yeah. And and, and then knowing yourself once again and it's recognizing when our energies are kind of playing out mm-hmm. in real life. Exactly. Yeah. And, and one note for Pastor Devor, if you'd like to say something, the um, when it comes to that dynamic, and the more harmonious you are in that ratio, the more you instinctively know when to apply each, mm-hmm. because it's that it's in that, and then you you'll start to as you're more in line with yourself in that way, you'll intuitively pick that up in the nature of your relationship. So it's it becomes that that dynamic of knowing that aspect because that's that's the key, right? It's. When we feel in that space, it's always like, oh, I want someone that's going to hold me, want to be held, and this, this, and that. And then you're doing that, and they're like, okay, now I require more excitement in my life. And then you're like, oh, I can do that too. So you, yes. But then it becomes this beautiful dynamic of knowing yourself enough to intuitively, intuitively play that in the game. That there's some time, there's a beautiful time to be at home and settle and be, and there's other times to go have an adventure. There's mm-hmm. sometimes you want to be sensual and make love. There's other times you just want to get it in right so (laughs) it becomes that knowing that intuitive sense with your partner but that is a reflection of your ability to access that within yourself the more you can recognize where your where your judgments are of that aspect of you and go and bring it intuitively to to heal that part of yourself that you can hold the space for and and part of the reason we often call it divine feminine and divine masculine energy is because here on earth we are basically reflections of god Mm-hmm. And God being complete, whole, masculine, and feminine together, mm-hmm. that when we get born, as you are a doula for birth, um, when we are born on this planet, on earth, as human beings, we embody one or the other mm-hmm. in more abundance than mm-hmm. the other, but we are still spiritually complete as masculine exactly. and feminine. And so that's where the yin yang, I think, comes into play. And that's why it is such a divine sense of self and expression Mm -hmm. to honor both even though it's important for us to learn how to play with our embodied energy in a way that connects with others because forming the connection is playing with our human selves Mm -hmm. that you know we're embodying our nature here on earth but our spiritual nature has to be willing to love and accept and grow both aspects of our of our spiritual selves right Mm -hmm. and i think that's the the uh, balancing act or the dynamic that so many people miss is yes we are both but in order to play in this playground we kind of have to be aware of what our natural essence is as human beings Mm -hmm. then we can play with intention then we could really start playing with intention which gets a little it's so much fun when you realize that you have a choice, mm. you know, because yes. sometimes in relationships we feel like they're happening to us instead of being like, what am I going to create? Yeah. So once I spent, I spent a year with my own masculine and my, oh, my feminine, I dated myself wow. um, for a so year. you were both your own man and your own oh, woman. Oh, yes. And I got so good at loving myself that I, when it was time to, you know, go back being to, in a relationship to engage, yeah, to engage yeah. with someone else I was like I don't know I'm doing pretty good here yeah on my own yeah here. you didn't have the space uh, yeah. for the fit yeah I, mm-hmm. I, I had it it was great but now it's, but you filled the gap I you filled, filled the, gap. the gap of the masculine feminine energy and and in that isolation you allow yourself to thrive and then there came a point where you had to move on and who showed up was amazing. I mean, for the relationships I had before this experiment or this year, um, the kind of caliber of people that were showing up before yeah. and then after, now I have experiences with men. I have deep, intimate relationships with friends that are male. Yes. I can lie with them. I could look into their eyes. Mm-hmm. I could connect. And um, and feel like a woman, not one of the boys, right? I can, I can feel like a being. I don't, mm-hmm. you know what, at that point... Um, it gave me the opportunity to, okay, there's masculine and feminine. 
But then there's this aspect of us that we are just beings. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like the cows, we're, we're the cows, the animals, they are beings, we are beings. To be able to connect, I found after uniting the masculine and feminine, I was able to connect cross species between animals, between um, crossing the bridge between the feminine and the masculine. It's a whole nother experience to just be with somebody whether there be their sexual energy or not. Right. And then you can call forth when you want to have it. You say, mm. now I would like to, instead of it taking over you. When you want to create that spark, when, when you, you want mean, the energies to play and have some dynamism and have give a little bit of an edge to the flow, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's fun to play with, yes. but it can be not so fun if you are unaware that that's a possibility. Right. And you feel like you're stuck in one or the other, mm -hmm. and a lot for a lot of women, that's a problem that we end up being in our masculine so much with work, you know, with managing life, with producing, with being um, in our masculine energy. And for men, the same thing. It can be, okay, well, I have to be, you know, sweetness and, and light and love all the time with my family and my children and get locked in that and not understand that there is power mm -hmm. in embracing the embodiment of your energy exactly. and creating that spark in relationships so that when you get to that place where you're like, okay, we'll let go of all of the labels and we'll let go mm -hmm. of all of that and you are just lying with each other and just being, that yeah. you can enjoy that too. But there, we're human beings in the middle of being beings. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do need a little bit of drama and shakeup. And the healthy way to create that dynamism is by embodying those natures mm -hmm. so that it's not all a lie flat, so that there does feel like that energy and that spark. You could become yeah. co-creators with your partner, mm -hmm. whether it be your friend, whether it be your lover. When you be, both come to a place of awareness, I find a lot of us um, compromise and we will start dating and having relationships with people who aren't at that place of awareness that you're at. Right. And then you expect them to relate to you. And I found that it was almost like a cop-out of my own intimacy, that I really wasn't ready to be intimate. Because if I was really ready to be intimate, I would draw forth into my life someone who's also ready to be intimate. Sure. Absolutely. So, so that's, that's what I've been finding now um, with putting out that vibration. Other vibration beings that are vibrating on the same frequencies are coming and now we're having fun because now we're creating together and that's mm. the thing is that vibrational energy wouldn't you mm -hmm. say kevin yeah. you know when you were talking about the the ratios exactly and that the, how that drives a relationship forward and you know i think that that's supremely important is that vibrational energy exactly mm -hmm. very much so because you know it's um the reason why i call that energy itself the sacred union mm is to really honor that oneness within yourselves and then understand the role you're playing in the embodiment of the symbolic representation. So if I'm being a male, then understanding what I've inherently chosen to be a part of my dynamic to play out in relation to women that show up in my space. Yes. And if I'm living from the oneness of that harmonization, then I am playing the game out in integration. That becomes more of that. And for me, you know, when I, when I got out of being celibate and I met a young lady that I started That was important with, to say, by the way. <laughs> so the news is out. Yeah. Uh, so life became so much more pleasurable. Uh, uh, and I met a young lady that I started exploring this dynamic with. It was really cool because it immediately showed the reflection of where I once was. And have I actually made peace with it? Have, have I learned to harmonize that part of myself and did it? And then in being in that space, it was a whole new exploration. So then I, had, I chose to present the idea to her where I am because her approach to it was like the old paradigm of thought that there had to be labels and compartmentalizations of the way things function. In my world, I didn't live in that space anymore. I had literally changed from living in my head to my heart, uh, which is yeah. living in the truth of myself, your vulnerability, your strength, your mm -hmm. connection to source. Mm. And that's where God talks to us, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Through, through intuition, that feeling is where your divine source speaks. Yeah. And that, using that as your drive literally changes the nature of the game. Mm. So suddenly there's no labels to meet. There's no parameters or obligations. It's literally because I am feeling vibrationally at this capacity, this is how I will explore the creation of my reality. Mm -hmm. And then people show up in that space. And if they're not of that, you get the opportunity to, A, embrace this part of yourself that's not and offer the choice. Do you want to explore this with me? 
Yes. You know, and not, then the, and, and that just naturally exactly naturally flow right out. I couldn't exactly. help uh, when you were both talking, and obviously uh, Devorah shared something that kind of triggered in me. How sometimes you know we're masculine, feminine energy, and that's where across the map, just kind of looking at the terrain and different areas that we end up in our lives, we have different escalation, and in that escalation, in our in our relationship, we vibrate differently. Mm-hmm. And we exist differently, and we interact differently. Absolutely. And in some cases, it's that heightened awareness of that energy as we move together, that we either complement each other or we pull apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I knew I was going to get in trouble with Simone. She's told us like five more minutes for the last fifteen minutes, <laughs> so I think we're going to have to wrap this up. Absolutely. <laughs> and I want to give you both enough time to briefly tell us. What how you people, do. yeah, absolutely. Just remind everyone, you know, obviously what you do, um, and tell us how to connect with you in less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we'll right. give you more no than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll argue with Simone later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, would you like me to go first? Would you like to go first? Okay. okay, so I'll be as succinct and efficient as possible. Uh, so you can first contact me uh, at either lightbeingscommunity.com. And that's light beings, like human beings, lightbeingscommunity.com. We have a Facebook page, the Light Beings Community, a Facebook group. And, um, and on the website or these Facebook pages, you can connect with us, find out our, our schedule. We do gatherings about three, four times a month. Here in South Florida. Uh, here in South Florida, yes. Yeah. Uh, we're based primarily in Hollywood, Florida, but we do things all over Florida. And it'll be moving soon. I'm actually going to be in Connecticut next month for a weekend doing one of my empowerment uh, nice. training nice. workshops. So it's like slowly growing and expanding. Um, they I have, need it in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> so we're providing this expansiveness. Uh, and I have a few more workshops coming on the way in South Florida. Like I do the empowerment training as one. Um, I'm actually creating a co-facilitated workshop with a friend of mine that's going to be called Restoring the Sacred Union. So nice. we're learning the healer's capacity. And one really one, one major one I'm excited about that I'll start doing in May. And again, find me all the sites. You'll get all this information. Um, is vulnerability circles. I'll start creating vulnerability circles for um, both divine masculine and feminine in these aspects to come together and each circle represent each aspect, but then that, that continued integration, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be a more in-depth version of the Sacred Union event that you, they went to that we yeah. did so that we can keep this going. Um, we'll have that event going about four times a year, but this one's will be once a month to really keep driving home the work Beautiful. about diving yeah. in the space. We have all the, those different things coming. Appreciate that, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For sure. And Devora, tell us what you do and how we can connect with you. You can find me at the same place if you need to reach me. <laughs> reach me at the Light Beings. Um, and I'm available and open for birth, life. Birth doula, <laughs> death doula. And, and I, I do help people um, transition from this world into the other. I help people transition um, to the through death and then in through birth. Mm-hmm. And I help people live. Beautiful. I help Thank if you. you. And so that's where um, you can reach me. And we, yeah, we have these amazing programs on Wednesdays. And please come out and step into your power mm-hmm. and yes. just experience what it's like to know, know that you're limitless. Self. Yes. Know thyself yeah. and own your the power. power. Yeah. <laughs> Come play with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As in most things, men and women view and experience life and its intricacies so differently. Ultimately, we want the same things, but really we approach things very differently. My deepest desire in my work with couples is that they come to a place of acknowledgement and celebration of the unique gifts that we each have to offer and develop symbiotic relationships that honor the gifts of the masculine and the feminine without judgment. Thanks so much for being here with me, both of you, and thank Thank you, you babe, for being with me here today. Absolutely. I enjoyed the presence of your masculine energy. Don't let it tickle you, girl. Or do, or do. We'll talk about that off the air. But thank you, absolutely, for having me at your side. You know, I always enjoy um, being here, and I enjoy the experience of our beautiful um, and talented uh, guests. 
And in addition to being a devoted and dedicated husband and father to our three children, Nelson is a certified addiction professional, national prevention speaker and trainer. He teaches classes locally here in South Florida for addiction professionals to get their state certification, and you can check him out at AIPmentor.com. Remember to take a look at my Blissful Woman and Passionate Man membership groups and look into my direct love and intimacy coaching and online relationship programs at LaylaBlackwell.com. And if you haven't already, order your copy of She Loved Herself now on Amazon in digital and hard copy. Please connect with me on Facebook as well. I'm Layla Blackwell. Layla is spelled like a Hawaiian lay, double L-A. And sign up on the Pleasure Map on Facebook while you're there. Absolutely. Special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. Yeah! The Own Your Power radio network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. They also have R&B, soul, eclectic groove to keep you in a good mood. Be sure to check out all of our shows on ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Until next time, remember, love is an adventure. You can't remain guarded, protected, secure, and safe, and experience the ultimate, passionate, powerful love. Live with heart. Good night.